Welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Oscar McGuire, and this is season five, episode three. Uh, with me is again a returning guest, Tim. He's my manager here at, at, at Gerald Kia, um, and we're going to talk about movies. All right, what are we talking about, man? I like—I feel like I'm everybody's go-to when they want to talk about movies. So, so that's why—that's that, why I asked you to be in this uh, <laughs> this episode. Um, well, 2020 was a crazy year, bro. It's only June 16th. I know, six. We every single month we can be like, all right, this month was this movie, this month was this movie, and this month was the trilogy of all three. So, so do you think like if we just start having like a New Year's celebration, like at the end of June, we could just start 2020 over? Like do a six six month year on June on June thirtieth we start on part, part, part two. two. <laughs> um, so I, I I've been thinking about this for two weeks because we were supposed to do it last last week but we couldn't do it um, and I really had to think of a movie that captivated exactly what's been going on with like World War Three happening and. Kobe's death and and police riots with with racial inequalities like I had to really think of a movie that represents a huge like collective like if I were to say this movie represented 2020 it had to be a zombie movie but like early zombie movie like early early zombie like movie? like early like George pan- Romero zombie no like no like early pandemic like I am legend type of movie. But like the beginning part of it, where Dude, like this is really where we break apart the fact that like in the quarter life podcast, I'm at the end of that spectrum and you're like at the beginning because I just brought up like George Romero, which is like but, the 60s, 70s. But even that, like, that, that, that I am legend. He he when he made that movie, it was like a representation of like society. Like he made zombie movies because he was like, this is you know. So I am legend was uh, like I love Will Smith. Like I like he's one of my easily top three favorite actors and uh you know he's one of those uh i go and i watch his movies and i just i like him yeah you know so like except for that horrible movie with him and his kid where like they're trapped on earth yeah like (laughs) the movie's terrible but like i'll give him a pass right um but i am legend like got me so fired up that like i went back and read the book and the book is uh like, the reason it's called I Am Legend is, you know, obviously, spoiler alert, because I'm going to talk about, like, the very end of the book, but, like, you know, in, in the movie, he lives in the city, right? Like, I'm in this high-rise with his dog, right? Mm-hmm. And in the book, he lives, like, in the suburbs, and the way he protected himself was he, like, burnt down to the ground all the houses around him, like, five houses in every direction, because the zombies could jump from rooftop to rooftop, so he's been living in seclusion, and uh, and just like in the movie, the zombie like the zombies have kind of adapted, right? So like in the city, they've evolved to where they're like he's in the suburbs by himself. In the city, they've evolved to be like sentient beings, mm-hmm. like a new version, an adapted version of human beings, right? Exactly. Yeah. So like at the end of the book, the reason it's called "I Am Legend" is because he gets captured. And they, like, have him on display because, like, you know, when humans were coming of age and all the stories about, like, vampires and zombies were all, like, legend. No one's ever seen that, right? Well, like, when he gets caught and he's, like, on display, like, for all these, you know, quote-unquote zombie humans or whatever to see, like, they all think he's fake. Like, it's totally role reversal. Like, he's Mm -hmm. the legend. 
Like no one's ever seen a real human being. Does that make sense? Did I it say does. that right? Yes, yes. It's super late, by the way, and I've been at work since six a.m. But <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't hurt. But like, so he's become like that's like that's why it's called I Am Legend. So like, um, I didn't really care. Like I loved the movie, and then I read the book, and then like when I watched the movie, now I'm like ah, I don't like the end of the movie. But what what how I depict what what the reason why I picked that movie to go over um, you know 2020. It's like the the beginning parts where like they were like scanning people, like you have the virus, you stay here, you're you're still good. Oh yeah, good. yeah. When they're you, showing him, when they're showing like New York the, breaking down, and exactly. Like, like that, that like, to me, that reflects the pandemic and the scare of people, and like how like nervous and scared people were for like catching it, and when they did have it, they didn't know they had it, and then like they found out literally at that moment that they couldn't pass through. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, Man, I just I try to think about what I say because there are a lot of people that are gonna listen to this <laughs> and like I don't want to sound like an idiot, but like I mean I don't know, man. Like I feel like that plays a factor into the fact that everybody's scared, you know, because you're you watch a movie like that and we we watch movies like that, whether it's you know I Am Legend or um, you know like any of the anything you see on TV, right? Like you know, or you're watching Outbreak or you're watching you know any of these movies that like have to do with you know, a pandemic or global pandemic and like, you know, that's what you see in the movie and like emotionally when you're watching the movie, you're like, oh my God, you know, Will Smith's the only one left or when you're watching uh, Contagion, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you know, Matt Damon's gone, you know, like, and you're like, oh, you're, you're, you tugs at your heartstrings, right? And then never do we think that like we're going to see that in real life. You know what I mean? So when we sit at home and we're watching it on the news and you're seeing like the people get scanned, you know, you're like, Oh shit, it's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, it really just, I think that's what freaks people out is like when you're watching the movie, it's like, man, that'd be fun. Okay. I'm trying not to cuss, but it's like, that'd be fucked up if that really happened, you know? And like now it's really happening. So now it's even more fucked up, Yeah, you know? So like, um, what movie? What, what movie do you think captured twenty twenty? I do. I you know I like I try not to think about these things because I pride myself on being like the person that can like name like movies off the top mm-hmm. of my head. But like, um, I'm hoping like we're just gonna kind of come full circle with my thought is that like I started thinking about all these movies where there's like post apocalyptic. Because once again, like, I get the whole preface, you know, from Oscar, the whole podcast. Like, I, and he's like, dude, he's like, we're going to do it. We're going to talk about 2020 and we'll talk, compare these movies. And I'm like, cool, you want to do it now? You know, I'm like, I can do it now. <laughs> he was ready. And I'm like, I'm ready to go. Like, if we're talking movies, like, you could just, I mean, like, we should do one of these podcasts where, like, I'm at work and, like, you can hear me working car deals and, like, we can still talk about all these things. Because, like, that's just how into movies I am. But, like, you know, I was like, okay, you know, you, you think about, like, you know, post-apocalyptic, right? So you think about Mad Max. You know, you think about, you know, I Am Legend. You think about the Book of Eli. Right? Oh. Like, so, um, I mean, those are the ones I think of, right? Like, yeah. But, like, you know, you could also think of, like, the old, you know, the, the classic, um, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it because, like, I feel like it's going to get turned because I like it. But, like, um... Like, something always happens that, like, 
brings either breaks down the human race to like almost like a, an animalistic like before there was civilization type event and uh and like it's like how are we coming back so like so you know i was thinking about and trying to find uh you know a movie that i felt like brought it full circle and like it's gonna sound really weird but i feel like and i'm just gonna like compare it to a whole universe right so like I'm going to compare it to Star Trek. Okay. Right? So, um, which is like a weird thing, but I'm like a huge nerd, like mega nerd, like especially when it comes to Star Trek. So, um, like if you watch Star Trek First Contact, when they go back in time, like basically World War Three happened, right? And civilization isn't like totally broke down because like I feel like the way the world is work, works right now, I don't think that'll ever really happen, right? Like, but people are living in, like, you know, the United States isn't the same. People are living, like, not on the streets, but, like, in smaller communities, like, tight-knit, you know. Some have power, some don't. But, like, you know, World War III's ravaged everything, and, like, beings from outer space show up. And, like, all of a sudden, like, it doesn't matter like, what the color of your skin is. It doesn't matter, like, what country you're from. It's like, holy shit, we're not the only people here. You know what I mean? So the whole world has to come together after it's totally been broken down and creates basically, you know, it's flawed, but it's basically, like, Star Trek's based on the fact that, like, everything's positive at the end. Like, they can create a utopia. So, like, I mean, I just feel like, you know, yeah, that's, like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, he's going right to the end where we're going to get, and, like, and, and no, I mean, like, everything that's going on right now, the pandemic, the, you know, the riot. So, you know, you, the, the, the protests, you know, the riots, the, everything that's going on right now, um, like, it's, it's scary and it's hard and, you know, it's going to be hard to get through and, like, basically come together as a community and kind of put all those things aside to figure out what we can do to progress forward. And like that happened in there. Like, so it gives me hope that like, you know, cause obviously artists like to create what they're working on and what they're showing us, whether that be TVs or movies or cartoons or, and they try to base it like in some sort of realism and like what's going on in the world. So like you think about those things, you think about all those things, you know, everything that everybody has to set aside to move forward to get to that, a point like that, it's hard as fuck, you know? So, I mean, I like to feel like we, we're going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So, like, everything that's going on right now, it scares me, but, like, it doesn't freak me out, if that makes sense, because I feel like we're, at some point, we're all going to come together and just be like, this shit can't go on anymore. So, a lot Does of... Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Cool. Because like you, you can't you kind of brought it all together like at the end something's gonna like I guess not not necessarily like bring us together but we're gonna be like our past differences could either make us or break us. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I don't. You know, the pandemic's scary, but like we're eventually gonna have like somebody's gonna come out and say, "Hey, we've got a cure," mm -hmm. right? But, like, the other stuff that's going on in the world, like, you can't just walk out and say, hey, I got a cure for police brutality, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
I have three little kids and I grow up and there's, you know, police officers in my family. There's a cop who lives across the street from me. And, you know, my, my oldest child's eight and he'll ask me like, what's going on? And it's hard to explain to him what's going on because the person that lives right across the street is somebody that like, you know, we've taught my kids if something happens, go there. You know, like if there's a fire at our house, don't wait for mommy and daddy, just go across the street mm-hmm. to this house. If you know something happens to mommy and daddy, go here, you know, and like so it's hard for me to it's hard for me to picture like to explain to them that this man was killed by a police officer and at the same time explain to an eight year old that the, the guy who lives across the street from me is a good dude and like He'll protect us and protect mm-hmm. them if there's ever an emergency. So, like, it just, I think for a lot of people, it's going to be hard to wrap your head around, like, what do we do next to move forward to make sure things like this, not, like, not, oh, hey, things like this don't happen. Like, that shit can't ever happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, it can't ever fucking happen. Like, mm-hmm. it's totally uncalled for. But I don't know... You know, I don't know if going to the extreme of, you know, like defunding the police and things like that. I don't know if that's the, I think that's a knee jerk. I don't know if that's the right answer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I also don't think like when you come in and say, hey, let's retrain everybody, you know, let's do this. I don't think that's the right answer either. And that's why like you got to be, people smarter than me need to come together Uh and like figure out how to fix that. And I don't know until... You know, until you're able to get a sit down with the right people to put our to put their heads together and come to a good solution, like I don't. You know, if there's a problem here, like three or four managers get together and try to figure it out. Like, hmm. it can't just be one guy who says what to do. Like, so you've got to get a large group of people on a totally different level in government, and it can't just be government. It's got to be government. It's got to be the people. It's got to, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be a large group of people that come together and say, like, hey, how did this? can never happen again how do we make sure it never happens again mm-hmm. you know and I I think it's I think that's possible so other movies that like you started like rambling on I started hitting on points like you talked about people like above making decisions there's a movie one of my favorite movies like it's such a long title I always forget but it's a Stanley Kubrick movie about bombing Russia do you know what I'm talking about God, I, Mr. Dude. Love, Doctor Love. Oh, you're talking about the one where he rides the rides the yes. bomb at the end. I, dude, I don't like I don't like Stanley Kubrick. We should just be honest about this right now. I just don't like his. He's movies. a weirdo, but I love his movie. But anyway, that whole that whole depiction of like everyone that's like important making decisions and fighting each other about like what's the morally right decision? Should they attack Russia? Should they do it? This entire time, there's a plane riding a. With a with a crazy like vet going like ready to bomb them and they eventually do it regardless like like higher ups like are also very confused. We're talking about Doctor Strange Love or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Exactly. Yeah. That movie. That movie. Like, I mean, I might will be overthinking it, but like that movie also tells you like people in higher ups have different opinions and obviously like, but they're like technically also qualified to make decisions like that bro i don't know i don't know if i agree with that statement i they, I, they do have different opinions but they also have different agendas exactly like, and i think that's the problem and like that's the problem with what is going on right now i mean like um i never feel like i've been political in any way shape or form you know what i mean like i i'm just recently getting into politics but like 
you know, the one thing that it depends on what news channel you watch as to who's right or wrong. It depends on, you know, who you're talking to. It's hard to make your own decision because you don't get, um, you know, when you want to watch a press conference, whether it's, you know, Congress or the president or anybody like, you know, I don't get to watch the whole thing, you know, unless I watch it live. So um, the one thing that I've learned in the last probably 24 months is that if I want to know what's going on with something that like I got to just literally stop what I'm doing and watch a live press conference that's unedited, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's hard to do for anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when the Corona, when the the COVID-19 pandemic started, you know, there was a two and a half hour press conference that I watched from the White House just because I wanted the information. And, you know, two hours after that ended, I'm watching, you know, you're flipping back and forth between like MSNBC and CNN and Fox News. And like, you know, you're getting the same 10 minutes like edited differently to show like a different opinion being proven or disproven. And it's like, man, that that wasn't really said. And it just agendas play a big role in that. And I think that's the problem. And I think when you when you get things like that, it creates distrust. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, you know, how am I to make a decision if I can't watch the whole thing and determine it for myself? You mm-hmm. know, like, I, I hope, my hope is that when all this, and it may never be over, but like when all this starts to settle, that I start getting, like, I want the news to go back to someone reading the news to me in a monotone voice <laughs> and just telling me what's going on. And then I can make my own decision. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like a lot of that gets lost, man. Like, you know, uh, there are a lot of people in positions of power, whether it be in politics, um, whether it be, you know, uh, in companies that have, like, been there for so long that, like, you know, yeah, they have an opinion and they also have an agenda. But I don't know if their agenda and opinion necessarily lines up with what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does like I you're gonna you're gonna hear me say does that make sense a lot because it's late and you know I don't really talk about politics and stuff like that but um, I feel like you know somebody's been in the same position for 50 years and hasn't really been challenged on their views in that position you know that has to now have a conversation about you know hey what are your thoughts on what happened in Minneapolis and if their thought isn't to me personally if their thought isn't that's fucking oh, the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life and that shit could never fucking happen to anybody ever again I don't agree with you so I mean and like I mean a man lost his life like they, that shit can't ever fucking happen again mm-hmm. I mean it just can't it just can't so, like, if you're going to, you know, have a, an unbiased opinion that, you know, well, this or that, and this could have been done, and no, man, that guy doesn't get to go home. That shit ain't right. So, I mean, stepping back a little bit, and um, a lot of people were at home, isolated, basically, you know, maybe left to go see or go get some groceries and back. That isolation, that, like period of like you're just at home and you feel like you're alone the movie that i like decided to pick on that was castaway oh, that's what everybody talks about it, 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 is that a common thing yeah, like the fact that i like, mean like i you, you see a lot of people on social media you know wilson and you know tom hanks by himself and 
you know, but, and then like him coming back to society and like just being shocked, the fact that a lot of people are like right now so eager to go like to bars and go to, you know, clubs and, and even leaving the state to go like Wisconsin is a free state right now. And so it was like Indiana, like they're just, well, I'm going to Florida next month. So I know like, I'm like, I'm getting out of here too. So, you know, hashtag Illinois sucks, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's actually a good comparison for that reason because I, you know, I do agree with that. I feel like I feel so. Last was it three weeks ago? The tornado went through my neighborhood. Two, three weeks ago, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, knocked out the power in my neighborhood. It's hundred degrees and ninety-five degrees. Um, got a generator running my fridge and freezer, but other than that, there's no, you know, my pool's not up yet. There's no, <laughs> there's no air conditioning. Um, so we're going for walks We're you know, you know, luckily there was no, no homes damaged. You know, it was a lot of trees and like, you know, maybe some cars damaged, but like nobody's home got messed up, but like you're know, walking around the neighborhood and at the, it, 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 like two in the afternoon, we go for a walk, we come back, the baby's my, my youngest, my two year old's taking a nap and my son is like just overheated. So I'm like, ah, I'm like, I gotta go to Target. Like, you want to go to Target? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So, you know, we jump in the car, I drive around for like an hour just so we can be in the air conditioning. And we pull up to Target and I'm like, hey, just so you know, like you got to stay with me. You know, if I leave the cart, you can't leave the cart. You know, we're going to go certain ways. You know, people are, you know, people are scared, you know, so like, you know, we're going to go certain ways. We're going to give people their space. Like he totally got it. Um, you know, we're in Target and it was a lot of people doing the same thing, you know, because there were a lot of homes without power and it was hundred, it was 90, between 95 and 100 degrees with the humidity and everything and the heat index. So, um, you know, but then I went to Jewel. And like, you know, and it's, it's Target was fine. Everything was great. But then we went to, you know, Jewel. We went to a grocery store. And, you know, people are just like, you know, it's dirty looks. And like, at this point, you know, the stores could be open, right? So, you know, he can be with me. It's not, you know, there were only certain stores like Menards and stuff like that. They don't really want kids. But like, you know, I don't have my whole family with me. You know, he's being respectful. But it's like dirty looks left and right. People are like... You walk by, they're looking at you, they're talking, and it's like, dude, just everybody needs to take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're giving everybody their space. We're you know, we got the hand sanitizer. He's got them. We've got masks on. It's it's just scary, man. Like, so I get what you're saying. Like, he comes back from being on the island, and his whole world's turned upside down, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, Helen Hunt's remarried. You know what I mean? Like he, like everything he knew to be true when he got back is like gone. You know, so you're right, man, because like everything that's going on right now, everything's like six months from now when it's 2021, normal life as we know it is going to be different. I mean, it's just, there's no fans or buts about it. I mean, like, I don't, I don't think you can have something drastic. Like, I don't think you can have so much drastic like this happen in a, such a short period of time and not have communities and people come out of it. And anything other than different. I mean, like, worse. Obviously, there's always that. Like, there's different types of dystopian movies or utopian movies. There's like, realistically, you can go towards like the the Hunger Games version of, of dystopian, where like the United States were split up in dis- into districts and you know sacrifice fucking young kids and shit like that. And there's other versions where like. You get the Planet of the Apes where, like, humanity got wiped out and monkeys evolved. And then, obviously, the different remakes got, you know, a virus, you know, destroyed humanity and invention like that. 
Is there a po- other than Star Trek? Is there like a positive, YouTube like utopian movie? All right, are you ready for this? I've been thinking about this too. I'm like, I'm a huge, I'm a huge nerd. I'm a so I was, um, Wally. Okay. Like, by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Wally, like, you need to stop what you're doing. It's a fucking beautiful. Pause it. Pause this podcast. <laughs> go watch Wally. Disney Plus. And then come back. Exactly. Um, so, um, basically, humanity destroys the Earth. Makes the, the world uninhabitable. Whether that, like in that movie, it's all about because it's obviously you know a Pixar movie. So it's like we've overpopulated the Earth. You can't control the garbage. We start sending the garbage to space. Can't do that. So instead of sending the garbage to space, the human race goes to space, right? And the whole is about like the world's gonna come back, and then we'll be able to come back. After Earth is that that shitty movie with Will Smith? After Earth, yep. God, see, like I've been trying to figure out the name of that movie since we started the, the podcast. The twist, the twist is they find out they're in Earth. Yeah, the twist is that Will Smith really sucks in that movie, and like it's he's not, not really in it. It's not Will Smith. It's his it's son. It's his son, and his son's a terrible actor, and like the movie's just bad, and Will Smith's not really in it. <laughs> and uh, um, but like. You know, when it all comes down, the robots are taking care of the Earth, trying to clean the planet and Wally, and then the human race has basically become like obese and like living like on these cruise ships, and like they come back because the Earth can inhabit life again. So, like when you think about a movie like that, where like you know so much bad can happen, but then there's like in the to like the point where there's no hope, like everybody has to leave. But then at the end, it's okay to come back. And, like, you can rebuild humanity because, like, the Earth is livable again. Like, I mean, yeah, to me, that would be, like, coming full circle, being able to come back and having that, like, you know, not have a super bleak outlook almost to, like, we're done. You know, what do we do? And there's, like, that little tiny, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. We might be able to find it. And you do. Because that's, I mean... That's how life works, man. Like, you're going to, like, you know, you and I might not find that, but our kids might. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's the other thing. Like, you know, we talk about, like, everything that's going on right now. You know, my kids, like, they don't really understand what's going on right now because, you know, they don't know. You know, they don't know what that is. So, like, they don't know um, when they watch a protest on TV. Like, they don't understand what's going on because... Their friends in school, that shit doesn't matter. You know, they're just little kids having fun. You know, so like, you know, when you watch a movie like that and you can you can put all those concepts in there and then hope they get it so that, you know, there's always hope. You know, that's what you want. So I messed up Oscar by the way, he's thinking too much. I, I was like I'm trying I'm trying to figure out the next like transition into into this. Um Oh, I got it. So we're like in 2020. There's, there's obviously, you know, some, some older generations say it's like, like PC culture, or too sensitive. Um, but I believe like, like movies in the past are a, a glimpse of, of, of that time period, being like, you know, the, the old like Betty Bop like cartoons and then. Betty Boop. Betty Boop, I'm sorry. Okay, yes. Yeah, um, I don't know who Betty Bop is. That's weird. Betty Bop. Uh, like, there's like... 
like the man, I'm, I'm I'm drawing on blank where there's like Siamese like Asian cats in a in a Disney movie. Are you you're, you can't come up with Lady and the Tramp? Lady and the Tramp and cats. But like the, the small depictions of like or even like you can go further and, and be like the Tom, like Tom and Jerry's like 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 there's a a black maid but like her 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 color's purple and her lips are like huge and stuff like that like are we talking are we talking about ethnic connotations like in old movies in a way but like some people believe they should be censored and not shown some people believe that they should be shown but also explain that like that's a depiction of like a, that time period you know like and we should learn from that I haven't really decided how I feel on this. So, the real, so like, so, 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 so real, I know I know what you're talking about because, um, I know 100 percent what you're talking about because like this happens to like Disney movies a lot. So like, exactly. if you watch, if you watch, um, if you watch Dumbo on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. the I think it's the crows. They're not in it anymore, right? And Isn't they, that and, the deal? Yeah, they're not in it anymore. Um, and they 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 have a warning at the beginning that. You know, like, hey, there's, you know, I can't remember how it, I wonder if I look it up if it would say, but like, there's like, you know, the warning about this is, you know, not necessarily like ethnically correct. Um, But I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know what the right answer to that is because, again, like Dumbo is made for kids, right? Like, so... If my kids watch Dumbo and you don't explain to them that the crows are racially insensitive, they're never going to know. Does that, I mean, does that make sense? Like, I keep asking that question, but like, I mean, my my five-year-old daughter is not going to understand that that's racially insensitive unless I tell her. It's racially insensitive, at which point then she asks why, then I have to explain it, or she can just watch it, and it's four crows in a cartoon movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what my thought is on that. Like, I don't know. I, I don't feel like they should be edited. I feel like... I guess I don't feel like it. I don't know if I, they should be edited or not. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I don't like I don't know. I don't know what the right answer to that is. I I'm in the belief that they shouldn't be edited, but also have like, like there's a like I I think it was like the 75th anniversary of the Looney Tunes, and it came out with the collection. And the beginning of it is like Whoopi Goldberg explaining that like they chose not to edit any of it because, like, if we don't teach ourselves or show like exactly like the cartoons as they are, we're bound to repeat the same, you know side racial injustice and cartoons eventually like you know and well here no i agree with i agree with that i know where you're going with that i agree with that statement 100 percent. because like if if we're watching the world like and i love history right like i've been to gettysburg it's i was 10 years old when i was there it was like the most amazing trip i've ever been on you know you're on one of if not the bloodiest battlefields in the entire civil war but if we're not going to teach my kids about the Civil War, how are they ever going to understand that how awful it was? 
You know, like if we're not going to teach our kids, you know, if we're, if we're nervous about how our kids are going to react to learning about World War II, how are they ever going to understand that the genocide that went with the Reich trying to eliminate the Jewish people? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, I just, you can't learn the right or wrong of something if you don't ever know about it. You know, and I feel like you're 100% right. Like, when they say things like, you know, how are you, like, history can repeat itself if we don't learn, you know, the right or wrong of it. You know, like, do I believe in what the Confederacy stood for? Absolutely not. Like, you know, that's the reason they lost. They were the bad guys. You know what I mean? Like, but, I mean, it's just like, we're almost, you know, people always say, what, you're doomed to repeat it? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if you don't learn about from it, you're doomed to repeat it. And, like, I feel like that's somewhat true. I mean, you know, that's why there was a Second World War. You know? Like, I mean, like, it's... Against the same country. Like. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know about all that. But, like, I mean, like, I mean, I do. Like, I'm into, I'm into learning from all that. But I just, you know... It's like twofold for me, right? Because I have little kids and I see them with their friends at school, you know? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter, you know, that, that you know, my, my daughter's class, you know, is there, there are Caucasian kids, there are Latino kids, there are, you know, African-American kids. Like, they're all kids, man. Like, if you watch them, like, until we teach them about these things, like, they don't care. You know, you go to birthday parties, you go to pool parties, you know, everybody gets together. They're all just little kids, man. And it's like a bunch of parents hanging out. Nobody cares, you know? And it's like, you know, I just don't, I, you know, and if we leave it at that, then people are, people are set in their ways like of like, Hey, you know, I have to teach my son this way, you know, or I have to teach my son that way. And it's like, I get where that's true. And I don't disagree. Like, I, I don't pretend to be so like above that like I don't think it doesn't happen but like I also don't like if we raised if our kids stayed like that and like people stayed like that and we all just came together and cared about each other versus like having to choose between each other like a lot more good shit would get accomplished you know and it's just that's why like and in, in being in being a father and you know having a family and seeing that firsthand you know because like you know, there are people that are like, you know, they, they talk about it. Before I had kids, I was like, ah, I don't know if it's like that or not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't have kids. But like now I go and you just, you know, you go to basketball games and you go to birthday parties and you go to all these things. And it's like, none of it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't, under, I don't understand why we would have to censor those things and not, you know, they're not going to know any better. Unless, you know, we decide for them that that stuff's wrong. Does that make sense? Yes. God, it's like the hundredth time I've asked that question. I, that's that's going to be the title of the episode. Yeah. Does that make like, sense? Does that make sense? But, but I mean, that's just how I, I don't understand. I don't feel, I feel, I feel like people are offended and sometimes scared because they feel like that's the stereotype that they fall into. Okay. But that's not necessarily true. Like, it's almost never true. Mm-hmm. You know? I. So I don't see why, you know, it, 
you know, if you censor, take those things out, like, you know, if you, if you explain to people that they're racially insensitive, like at the right time so that they can grasp it and they can understand it, then yeah, but you know, to just remove it. I, and I guess long-term, like thinking about it, it doesn't really matter if it's in there or not. Like, cause also people's kids, if they've never seen it are never gonna see it, they're never going to know. You know, so, I mean, it was like, I guess, you know, like if you want to talk about something that's not, you know, you could talk about the gun violence that people talked about when E.T. got re-released and when they were chasing the kids through the forest and they replaced the guns with flashlights. Have you ever seen this version? No. It's terrible. It's like the worst, it's like some of the worst editing ever, but at the end, when the kids are going to like save E.T., and they're in the woods, and they're chasing the kids through the woods. Um, they replace the FBI agents' computer-generated guns. They all had flashlights, right? And you know, they want to point out that like you know FBI agents wouldn't be chasing kids through the woods with guns, which you know we would hope they wouldn't be, and they shouldn't be. But like, you know, also they're chasing an alien. So like, I don't know. Like, if I'm chasing an alien, I'm gonna want to protect myself. I don't know. You don't know what the but fuck. But like, <laughs> you don't know what the fuck's going on. But like. Had I never seen the original version, it would have never mattered to me. Like, I wouldn't have known they weren't. Never questioned it. Right. I would have just been like, cool, man. They're chasing people through the woods, whatever. You know? So, if those things aren't there, I don't think it's a big deal. I think I think people sometimes cling to their childhood or how they, how they like something. And that change is scary. You know? But that doesn't mean it's not necessary. So, I mean, I guess I see both points. I'm very long-winded on this point. There's a lot of there's a lot. I mean, I can we can point at, at a movie and, and be like this, you know, like when I think about the first Rambo movie, I think about PTSD and veterans. When I think about uh, It Follows, which is a horror movie, it's about AIDS and and the passing of STDs and stuff like that. When when I when I think about like Get Us and Us and and the horror, his Jordan Peele making horror movies. In, in black people's lives and like, I can pick any genre in any movie and be like Star Wars is like literally a, a group of rebellion people fighting like the man you know at, at, like, in, a, in a sense like, well I mean that whole movie's based on like the insert like I mean you know the the Empire's the Third Reich and the rebels are you know the basically the insurgents standing up you know for everyone during world you know the the um, the galactic, you know, civil war versus, you know, World War yeah, II. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it, so, I mean, it makes sense, and, and you're 100% right. Like, you can take all those movies, and you can find... You, know, you can find those connotations. That's what's great about... That's what's great about movies, is you can... You know, people base those thoughts on, you know, real-world interaction. And, you know, and it makes it... You know, that's where those movies... Like, Jordan Peele's movies are great, man. Like, and everybody... Like, I mean, people can just... Like, it's... It's based in real life so it, like it makes it super relatable you know like people can people can watch a movie and that's how you're able to that's how you know the movie's good is because you're able to relate to either what's going on in the story or the characters or you know the the storytelling you know and it's just it's amazing like that's why i like movies so much is like you know i deal with i deal with people all day and their different needs and like you know, I just want to go, I just want you to tell me a story, you know, and you're like, holy cow, I can relate to that. And like, you know, I've been with, I've been with people in movies where, 
that's different. And, you know, and sometimes those conversations are, you know, very telling when people are talking about how that, that those stories relate to their real life experiences. And you're like, holy shit, that's, you know, that's fucked up. Second to last question. Um, relating to like superheroes and comics, uh, for, you know, most people that don't follow up, it's like, you know, Dr. Xavier and, and Magneto were like a reflection of Martin Luther King and, and Malcolm X, right? Um, and the mutant people being basically a, a metaphor for black people. And, and, and even in the movies, you can kind of like, the mutants were like second class citizens or even like, to an extent, like, try to cure them, quote unquote. And, and there's comic books where like, after 9-11, Spider-Man was like, devastated and all the superheroes, even villains came together to like, like, I have that comic book. Clean, clean up the city and, and fight, you know, fight Arcade and all that stuff. Like, comic books have always been a reflection in society. And especially to, like, people like that. Like, what's your take on that? Like, it's like a broad question. Um, no, you're 100, I mean, you're 100% correct. Like, so, you know, as, as times change and things happen, you see these. You, know, you see all these stories come together um, that are telling, but like, I mean, X Men is probably, I mean, you're spot on in the comparison. So, um, it's probably the most telling for what's, you know, what's going on. And I think, I think the reason I feel like it's the most spot on for like what's going on right now is like, even right now, today, like, the X-Men are still fighting all those same things. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, there's still the mutant, the mutants are still considered second class. They're still, they're still fighting for their spot. You know, and, and yes, acceptance is grown drastically. But like, when you read those stories, like, they still have all those same real life experience in there. And it's, I mean, and I think that's what, when you, when you watch the protests that are going on, that's what people are talking about is like, yeah, we're not saying that like acceptance hasn't happened, but we're saying that like, there's still a ton of movement and there's still a ton of work to be done, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, that's kind of how all those stories are, you know? And that's why, that's why X-Men is so relatable to so many people is because, you know, there's so many you know, when you talk about the comparisons, you know, to to the the racial plate that's going on right now in society, like it's spot on, and like it's on such a deep level that, like, you know, if you've been reading those comic books, I'm gonna be forty this year. Like, I've been reading those comic books since I was a little kid, and like, yes, they've become like there's a, a totally different level of acceptance in that universe for those characters now but they still fight that battle on a daily basis you know because they're different and like it's it's messed up but yeah like it's it's a total reflection of what goes on you know and and Marvel probably does that better than DC mm-hmm. and 100% I, I would it's like, I don't think it's comparable yeah no. you know what I mean like it's like Marvel Marvel has that and that's why you know that's why when you go see, um, like when you go see the movies and you, you go to, like I go to Comic-Con in San Diego, like 
there's so many different people, different ages, you know, like, and no one cares. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're a man, woman, child. It doesn't matter if you're African-American. It doesn't matter if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're Latino. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, nobody cares, man. Everybody's just there to be together. And mm-hmm. the level of acceptance is, like, off the charts. And, like, you know, it's just a good place to be. And, like, that's what you want everything to be. And, you know, but you still read those comic books and you still, you know, you have these com- you have these same conversations with different groups of people in large groups like that. And it's, like, it's really cool. So, I kind of lost my train of thought. But, I mean, I guess, I guess the question was so broad, it's kind of really hard to answer. But, like, I just feel like that's... No. Like when people read comics... Like that's what they're looking for, you know, and I and Marvel does that like way better. And I feel like that's, you know, that's why when I go, you know, with my kids to see Avengers, right? Like, and you know, it, it doesn't matter like what color the person's skin is. It doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It doesn't matter, you know, what their sexual orientation is. They're all bad motherfuckers. And they're doing it, whatever they got to do to make sure, like, people are safe. You know, and, like, that's what needs to happen. I mean, people just need to put all that shit aside and, like, work together. And, like, shit will be a lot better. Last question. Okay. Disaster movies. You think we're going to have a 2020 disaster movie the way we got a 2012 and Armageddon and and fucking <laughs> something peak? I forgot that, that volcano movie with, uh, no. Uh, the, the movie Volcano? You forgot the name of the movie Volcano? No, no, no. There's another one. Dante's Peak? Dante's Peak. Uh, yeah. They both came out at the same time. That's Dante, on... Dante's Peak is Pierce Brosnan. That's one. You know, Volcano's Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Um, Armageddon movies. Do you think we're going like to get one for total? 2020? I, dude, I don't know. I don't think so. God, I fucking hope not. I mean, that would be like... <laughs> I, mean, I fucking hope not. I mean, like, let's be honest. Not, I guess anything could happen. Featuring you know, The Rock. But uh, what was that? Featuring The Rock. Featuring The Rock. Okay, I'd be all right with that. Little San Andreas. I mean, if The Rock's going to come save people, like, I could get down with that. Um, but, uh, but I, I mean, I guess here, if it's going to happen, it's going to be Dante's Peak. Or it's going to okay. be Volcano because, like, all people do. Like, now it's like, all I'm, you know, did, I, I, feel if, did, I feel like people didn't even notice the fact that, like, the government admitted ufos existed dude that just like went... in the middle like like the pandemic's going on oh yeah by the ufos are real like what like what just happened what happened to the killer bees oh dude we skipped that we skip that shit <laughs> that's like my favorite meme by the way like right now what what what, what, what happened to the killer what, bees? Happened, what happened to the killer what happened to the killer insects i feel like we totally skipped murder hornets that's what they were called right <laughs> what happened to the murder hornets i feel like we totally skipped the murder hornets <laughs> Um, and I'm happy we did because those motherfuckers were scary. I mean, it was like fucking hornets as big as your hand for Christ's sake. Um, but like, yeah. So I'm like, disaster movie would be fucking horrible. <laughs> be like the fuck. I mean, literally, it would be the worst. Figuratively, it would be the fucking worst. And uh, so I'm hoping it doesn't happen. No. So. I think if it does, it's gonna. It has to be. It has to be like one of those like like scary movies, like like epic movie, like you know, it's just like a parody movie. It has to be a parody movie. Just like to like wrap like 2020 and every like other scenes a different like scenario just boom 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 until like we like I'm telling you every month is a different scene until we hit Christmas and then the Christmas is like a Christmas special from like the Hallmark Channel like 
Like the Hallmark Channel or like Doctor Who Christmas special where shit's going down and we just don't know. Oh, that one too. That All one right. too. So, but like it can be other word. Who knows? We're not there yet. I mean, they're, you can watch the Hallmark Channel now watch the Christmas stuff. But yeah, no, I mean, disaster movies, bro, like... God, that'd be fucking the worst. <laughs> that'd be the fucking worst. I can't believe we're, we're going there. Fuck, uh, <laughs> But Jesus. I, you know, it just... Like, I just want to be able to go to the movies. Drive-ins are open, but they're like fifty bucks a car. Well, they're fifty bucks a car, but like, you know, I want to see some new movies. You know, like, and that's what that's. I think that's what's really, like, people are kind of stuck. You know, you're stuck at home in a lot of places, and you know, there's not a ton of new. I mean, like, I've been binging shows on Netflix, like it's going out of style, and most of them. I don't know. I don't know if you know this, but like, we could just be like, hey, we want to do this podcast live, and Netflix would give us money and let us do it. Like they pretty much let you. I mean, I've watched some pretty horrible fucking shows on streaming services. Please sponsor me, Netflix. Yeah, please. please. We'll take we'll take the money and just talk <laughs> movies. Um, but but like they're bad, man. And like you know, I just need some new good content. I need another season of Stranger Things. I need Christopher Nolan's new movie to hit. Kind of. I need Wonder Woman got pushed back. Dude, like here, man. I'm telling you, man. Tenant's gonna be legit though. Like and they pushed it back two weeks and what they're doing is they're doing a uh, an anniversary of Inception Ooh. is gonna take its place. Are you an Inception guy or Interstellar guy? No, totally Inception. I hmm. I'm not. Uh, Interstellar's good, but it's not. It doesn't have the same feel, man. Like it doesn't. Like it's good, but like Inception was like, and people will disagree, but it's all personal preference. But like, I still talk to people about what they think happened at the end of Inception. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't ever talk to anybody about Interstellar. And I don't know if maybe that's just because Christopher Nolan's movie are a little bit more universally renowned, so more people have probably seen it, but, um, like, those are the best kind of movies. You know? Makes you think and the conversation keeps going. Yeah, like, like what happened at the end of Inception? You know, is Bruce Wayne alive at the end of The Dark Knight Rises? Like, you know, all that shit that's left for your own interpretation is the best. You know, so. Well, Tim, it was a pleasure talking to you about movies. All right. Hopefully we can do it again soon where it's not, you know, so depressing and talking about all these horrible things. We can just, you know, do maybe post-pandemic movie talk. So We can definitely do that. It'll probably be season six. So who knows? All right. Let's all do right. it, brother. Thank you guys again for listening. Again, go follow the podcast at TQO Pod. Um, and please share this episode. But have a good night.